from MPB Think Radio. This is the South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Good morning. It's Malcolm White with Carol Puckett here. We'll be your guides today through Mississippi's remarkable culinary landscape. It's the last week of January, and for some people, that New Year's resolution about eating better and exercising has already become wobbly or completely thrown out the window. But eating healthy should not be a a resolution. It should be a new habit. Today we have Chef LeBron Alexander along with dietitian Virginia Bowles from Blue Cross Blue Shield. They will offer recipes and advice on healthy cooking and eating and exercise to make 2020 a great year for you. If you want to join the conversation, it's one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. It's a beautiful morning. Good Monday morning, everyone. It is Deep South Dining right here on MPB Think Radio. Malcolm White with Carol Puckett. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, Mal. I have been missing you. We haven't been live here for a couple of weeks. Last week, we honored Dr. Martin Luther King by us not being here and letting Dr. King talk. Good idea. But we're live today. Indeed, we are. How was your weekend? What's what's going on in uh, Carol Puckett world? Well, I, I did a lot of cooking this weekend. I, mm-hmm. I went Portuguese for the weekend. Portuguese. Okay. Yes. As you know, my significant other, uh, John Palmer, lived in Portugal, and I was just working to make him happy. What did you prepare that Portuguese dishes? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I I'd prepared a Portuguese fish stew. Ooh, I love a fish stew. Yeah, it's <sighs> great. You know, with just a, a nice broth, very seasoned Tomatoey. broth. Yeah, and then you kind of nestle the chunks of mm. grouper or sea bass or whatever in it, and then just eat it with some crusty French bread. I love or that Portuguese stuff. bread. <laughs> if you can get Portuguese bread. Yeah. Now, there's an Italian version of that, right? Oh, and French version. Yeah, yeah there's everybody's a version got in, their in every European culture. And in, in Louisiana and in, in the United States, it's called bouillabaisse, which is more the French style. Which is, I think, it from uh, the Marseille region uh-huh. of France. But um, this was definitely Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And I made Portuguese tomato rice another night to go with a grouper fillet wow. that I did in a cast iron skillet. And this is something I mean, I usually cook them on top of the stove, do a, a cast iron on top. But in this method, you put your cast iron skillet in the oven at 425 and get it really hot. And like uh, you're going to make cornbread, <laughs> like you're going to exactly uh-huh. didn't think about that. But you season your fish, just brush the top with olive oil and fresh garlic and a little Cajun seasoning and, and uh-huh. then just stick it in the oven for eight to ten minutes, depending on the thickness of the fish. And it's, you know, it's simple. It's healthy. Not a lot of fuss. Mm. Easy to make. So that that's what I did. How about you? Well, we uh, experimented with buttermilk this weekend, and and, uh, it dawned on me about halfway through the weekend that that we've started using more and more buttermilk. Uh, For example, we make a a homemade uh, blue cheese dressing, and of course, we use buttermilk. But also, Kara has started making waffles, 
particularly when Wren is over spending the night, we will have ah. waffles. And she started making buttermilk waffles, which I had no idea how much more I would like a buttermilk waffle than a sweet milk waffle. Love them. It just has that little more acid yeah, flavor. Yeah, has that little, little buttermilk edge. edge there at the end. And then also last night she she made some um, mashed potatoes and used buttermilk in the mashed potatoes. So I, it dawned on me this morning I had buttermilk uh, waffles for breakfast. I had uh, buttermilk blue cheese dressing. Uh, on my salad yesterday, and then last night we had the buttermilk mashed potatoes. So I see a thing. I, <laughs> I don't think it was a conscious thing that no, we did. I think but we were we just both started theme using. eating this weekend. You yeah. were buttermilk, and I was Portuguese. But so, I'm, I'm excited about our guest today. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, yes, yes. yeah. We've we've tried to get Chef Chef LeBron on all during January. He's a busy guy, yes. and he brought Catherine Bolt with him from Blue Cross, and we're going to. Talk about healthy eating, and I'm already feeling guilty that we invited them to come on the unhealthiest week of the year. Super Bowl. Super Bowl week. Uh So maybe they're going to turn things around for us, but uh, I mean, for me, Super Bowl connotes gooey, messy, cheesy, velvety, salty, sweet, chicken wings, dripping. Yes, dripping, oozing, and it's a um, beautiful thing. Yes, and and there are an estimated one point two five billion, billion chicken wings eaten during the game this Sunday. That means there are a lot of chickens. Maybe they should wings. change the name to the Super Chicken Bowl. Like they could Super Chicken, the mu- the blues musician. Yeah, he could the Super be there. Chicken Bowl. Super Chicken That's right. could be I like there. That. He could be their theme guy. Yeah, and pizza sales are over $12 million. So chicken wings and pizza are the big winners. But, Mm. um, you know, they're meatballs. I love meatballs. And uh, pigs in a blanket. Not so much. Um, Guacamole. Yeah, guacamole can be healthy. Now, there's a healthy one. Yes, there is. And there's a lot of chili consumed uh, Super Bowl weekend. I love chili. Hey, speaking of chili, Kara made a green chili this weekend. With chicken, chicken and and green chili, and it was terrific. I've eaten it two or three times. I think she made it Thursday, actually. That was another. So she made this uh, this buttermilk cornbread. Oh, uh, yet another buttermilk to yeah. go with the green chicken chili. It was just great. So you know those Super Bowls coming up. This is the fifty fourth Super Bowl. It will Ooh. be played in Miami, Florida, and imagine the great eats. That's going to take great eating. That's going to take place down in Miami. So, Carol, it's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. Do you have a favorite? Gosh, Malcolm, I'm pulling for Kansas City. Kansas City, okay. More regional to well, us, or well, more what's your regional. And um, my dad, you know, Ben Puckett, who's passed away, mm-hmm. used to love the Chiefs, and okay. he would uh, he would go to the games. You know, back. 30 years ago, the Chiefs were always in the Super Bowl, and there would always be a nice little contingent from Jackson that went out there. Uh, a guy named Al Flannis was oh, good yeah. friends uh, with, Al Flannis. He with was Lamar Hunt. TV and he would, guy, right? Didn't yeah. he own some TV stations yes, he and did. some media? Yes, he yeah. did. But, uh, you know, that just, there was a lot of excitement at our house around Kansas City. So who are you for? I'm going to pull for San Francisco. Uh, 
not to be obstinate, but just uh, I've enjoyed watching them play this year. They're they're really a great team, and 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 they're kind of old school to me. You know, the Forty Niners, uh, West Coast. You know, I got to live out there for a while. I never lived in Kansas City, but I did live in Los Gatos, which is fifty miles south of San Francisco. Well, I thought you were going to say San Francisco because of all the great food. Well, there is a lot of great food out there. Let's talk about that. What's your favorite? When you go, I like to go to the North Hill. Isn't the North Shore? What's it called? North North Shore. Up on the hill there. And a lot of Italian yeah, the restaurants, Italian, a lot of yes. Italian food up there. You know, my, my favorite, I'm going old school, is Tadich Grill, which Ooh. is down in the city. It's been there for... Tadich Grill. The Tadich Grill, um... Sears Pancake House. Speaking of pancakes, yeah, buttermilk of, or sweet speaking milk? Speaking of pa- pancakes, <laughs> but, but yeah, it is a food capital. Well, that's great. So you can uh, give us a call if you want to join the conversation about healthy eating and, and healthy choices. Balance, I say, always. It's about balance. We'll also talk about Super Bowl food and uh, what you're going to do for the Super Bowl, the plans that you have with friends and family, what you're going to eat, more importantly, if you got some recipes you want to share that are healthy uh, or that are different, like the chicken green chili that I talked about, please give us a call and talk about that. Love to have you on. When we come back, Chef LeBron from Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with dietitian Virginia Bowles, will be on the show. We'll talk about recipes and ideas and ways to eat healthy and different and to be enthusiastic about this new year. So join the conversation, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 or shoot us an email at food at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back with more of Deep South Dining. Hang a moon above her hitching post. Hitch me to the one I love. Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, professor of internal medicine and pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining. I'm Malcolm White here with Carol Puckett. If you want to join our conversation this morning, we'd love to hear from you. Our guest today in the studio, we have two guests, Chef LeBron Alexander from <clears throat> Blue Cross Blue Shield and also dietitian Virginia Boyles from Boyles? Bowls. Bowls, sorry, like, like bowls of cereal and soup. <laughs> Virginia Bowles, we're glad you're all here. Thanks for joining us on Deep South Dining. Thank yeah. you, Malcolm. Thank you for having us. What's going on at Blue Cross Blue Shield? Oh, we got a lot going on. We LeBron, do. you're you're probably the head of our healthy eating department in the cafe, but um, we got a lot going on over there. Well, right now we're getting ready. I mean, we obviously we're in in the middle of uh, New Year, New You, uh, so we're trying to get ready to get everybody back on track from eating. Uh, a little bit less than healthy over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Bowl is approaching. I know you guys' previous segment was about Super Bowl, so we're we're preparing for our Super Bowl party per se. Yes, Friday. no Velveeta on your Super Bowl. Party. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> we do celebrate Super Bowl. We um we create 
a menu and we create some fun in the cafe and mm. um, employees really get into it. They vote on who they think is going to win. And um, we have a, a great little, uh, I don't know if we want to call it a feast, but we do, we do give them it, some it, good it, food. It is a feast. It is a feast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell us some of the items. Because we've been items. talking so, about rotel dip and chicken wings. We need you, I'll tell we you, need this, you so to bring us around. One of the things that we're featuring, so we have... We have both, so we're going to feature some healthier items and some less than healthier items. Just because it's Super Bowl, and we try to make make the point, to stress the point that you don't have to always eat one hundred percent healthy. Eighty twenty is kind of our rule, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We we kind of step away from this all of, all or nothing approach, and we we find the balance. So we try to incorporate healthy foods where we can, make um, some swaps on some things mm-hmm. so that we can have healthier options within kind of what we normally eat here in Mississippi when we celebrate Super Bowl. Exactly. Hmm. So give us an example. Um, let, let me see. So we, we have some swaptions. That's that's the term. Swaptions. Really. So swaption swaptions. is like a swap option. Uh-huh. And um, let me see. We, we're, we're pulling from the Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium menu and we're going to do what they refer to as a barbecue sunday oh so, i know the barbecue sunday. so we're going to do know the, it we're well gonna, we're going to do the barbecue sunday in a mason jar we're going to actually do it in a sunday cup oh uh-huh. so hopefully that'll go that'll go over well and then some of the things that we're going to do that is going to be more healthier we'll do a, a cheese variation on rotel but we'll do it with a, a white cheese because we've grown accustomed to that white cheese is better for you than the tr- yellow cheese because ch- milk is right. white. It's not cheese yellow. should be white. <laughs> well, and Velveeta really isn't cheese. It is cheese product. True. Right. But I want you to tell our listeners about a barbecue Sunday for people who don't know. How do you build a barbecue Sunday? Okay, so a barbecue Sunday obviously, it would be in a 12-ounce cup. And we try to stick to your traditional 4-ounce portions on most products. So that would be the protein, the starch, and the veg. So we'll start at the bottom with a, a layer of baked beans, and then we'll top that layer with a, a, a four-ounce portion of creamy, maybe about a two-and-a-half-ounce portion of creamy uh, coleslaw. The next layer would be um, like a macaroni and cheese, and Whoa. then we top it with whatever that protein is. So this particular protein would be pulled pork. And then we top it off with a, a skewered um, pickle spear. Wow. Wow, Sounds have you delicious. ever heard of mac and cheese and a no, barbecue this first time I mean, this, is, this is pretty awesome. Yes, it's mm-hmm. the first introduction. And we'll make the mac, and, mac cheese and cheese with uh, a, a gouda, smoked gouda cheese. But it sounds uh, really appetizing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. where you thing. went from San Francisco? San Francisco, we're doing, uh, which one are we doing? We're doing, uh, it's called the, the Jimmy G. No, no, it's not the Jimmy. We're going to do the Escape from Alcatraz. Oh. So it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be a, a sourdough bun with a Dungeness crab salad on top of it with a little um, provolone cheese as well. And then we'll run it into our Toro shell, which is like a real high-powered microwave to to brown it. And uh, we'll serve it open face. Now, Chef uh, LeBron, you we know you've been on the show once before. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that, and we appreciate you coming back. Tell us a little bit about your background. We know that you studied at Heinz Community I did. College, I did. which is a thing I'm really, really excited about since Hallamow's has a scholarship program there. So tell yes, us a little and, bit and about that. So I attended uh, Heinz Community College under the tutelage of Chef Kathleen Bruno. Uh, from there, I got my degree in culinary arts and started my career at the Holiday Inn in suites on I-55 where I worked under some some super chefs, uh, Chef Mike Haywang, Chef Teddy Ogden. And from there, I transitioned from that 
particular property to Blue Cross and Blue Shield, where I've been there for approximately 13 years. Uh, we've been I've been there from when our menu was a more traditional menu to where we are now, which is we're on, still on the journey of 100% healthy, and we haven't achieved it yet, but we are we are striving every day. Never. Well, describe to us, um, both of you, what's it like if we're, we were to go in the Blue Cross cafeteria and, you know, we're an employee, mm-hmm. what would Malcolm and I find? Oh, you find a combination of, I think you find it to be similar to what has been produced with Cultivation, the hall mm-hmm. right here on uh, yeah. 155, where you have uh, smaller counters and, and it would mimic multiple restaurants that you're already familiar with. So we'll have a deli. Obviously, that's similar to a Subway or a Nukes type of uh, style. Then you move over to uh, our next station, which would be very reminiscent of what you find in a cafeteria like a Piccadilly's or a Luby's, where you'd have your traditional meeting three where we're trying to uh, get employees in and out pretty quickly. And from there, we have a, a salad bar which features... You know, 25, 26 different items, uh, all healthy. They could, they could range from uh, different types of beets and quinoa. And um, we always t- put the salad dressings on the side so yeah. we don't have anything mm-hmm. that, that's come tossed together. And then from there, we have uh, our grill. Uh, Fresh Grill has, you know, we will run the gamut from turkey burgers, grilled chicken, different types of fish. So an uh, employee could get their choice of whatever it is that they're looking for on any given day in Blue's Cafe. Yeah. Okay, so when you're talking about the, the vegetables, the meat and three, do you do a, uh, what kind of preparation of those vegetables? Oh, we, we, we're doing steaming. Uh, we do a lot of roasting. So that's become our primary uh, preparation. So we're roasting everything, whole heads of cauliflower, broccoli, um, definitely, you know, zucchinis and squash. So it could, it could be anything. Sweet potato still in the peel, which is our method of preparing them because you're getting more nutrients from the skins. Chef. Yeah, you actually do a lot of different types of seasonings as well, which kind of mix up the flavor that you're going to get from mm-hmm. your vegetables. And that, in one way, helps increase your intake of vegetables um, because we might have curry cauliflower one day mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, Brussels sprouts the next, and you just season them different, and it creates a whole new menu there. So do you post nutritional information about the food in the cafeteria? Yeah, we have different ways that we do that. Not It's not specific nutritional information for every single item that you're going to get, but we do a lot of promotion as far as here's a new healthy recipe and here's why it's healthy. We do cooking demos in mm-hmm. the cafe. And as employees walk by, they get recipe cards. And a couple of the dietitians might be there just promoting why this food is a healthier option or maybe just a healthy swap, a swaption for mm-hmm. their recipes. And when maybe LeBron does something uh, maybe new or different, we might promote that in a way of, you know, this is a healthier option, like salmon, for instance, omega-3 fatty acids, good healthy fat. So, that's kind of how we do it um, instead of just the specific nutrition information for every single item. But we do have the healthy blue plate. Oh, yeah. Which is a daily feature uh, for breakfast, lunch, and take-home meals mm-hmm. that have been uh, – the nutritional analysis has been done on right. those particular items where an employee can walk up, say, i like to get the healthy blue plate. It'll be at a particular designated station and. They take that item and they know exactly what that caloric intake would be. Right. And so they know if they're looking for anything specific, whether it's for 
healthier, heart healthy or, you know, calorie specific, they know that they can get that meal and um, it's a little bit more specific on maybe their their health needs. Well, you brought these wonderful smoothies, smoothies in a bag. Malcolm, I've already grabbed one. I see you're, you're, yeah. you're slurping some green <laughs> slime over there. Yeah. What, what's in the bag? Yeah, what's in the bag? All right, so the bag contains um, kale, uh, ginger still in the, with, with the skin on it, banana, cucumber, apple juice, and lemon juice. Wow. So just a different way of trying to get more fruits and vegetables in a person. Uh, it's pretty easy to produce. Uh, and you I'm, have a smoothie bar? We have a smoothie bar. Yes. And what's the other one? The, the other um, one is, is that's is, Malcolm's. It's all uh, <laughs> fruit. I mean, it's all berries. So berries. it's blueberries, uh-huh. blackberries, and strawberries. Very berry. Oh, cool! All made into a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, Virginia, what's your background? You, you're a dietitian. Tell us a little bit yes. about how you came to this job and and how you came to this profession. For sure. Okay, so um, I was actually diagnosed with type one diabetes when I was a teenager. And that is what got me interested in becoming a registered dietitian. So when I started college, I was on the path that I was meant to be on. So I started at Jones County Junior College and went to the University of Southern Mississippi and got my degree in nutrition and um, became eligible to sit for the RD exam and uh, became a registered dietitian. So, And did you go straight to Blue Cross after that? No, I actually um, went to Australia for a year. My husband and I uh, lived there um, on mission with our our church family, and after that, I came back and I worked full time and been been at Blue Cross for three years. And how many dietitians do you have on staff? At we Cross? have gracious, we have six locally, and then we have two that are remote. Okay. Excuse me, five locally and two that wow. are remote. Mm-hmm. So these are to help your your clients in the different areas around the state. Absolutely, we we. Definitely work with our employees at Blue Cross, so we're, we're constantly working with them. But our, our members that we have all across the state of Mississippi, um, we try to be accessible to them in clinic in the in the clinics around here, and also through their workplaces where they receive their um, insurance. So. Okay. So, Chef LeBron, you were uh, speaking about a roasting. Can you give us your technique for our listeners? You, you said y'all do a lot of roasting mm-hmm. of vegetables and, and foods. Talk, tell us about your roasting technique. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, we would we, we normally take whatever the the vegetable is. Uh, I think one of the more popular vegetables right now is roasted broccoli. Yeah. yeah. So we we take raw broccoli, toss it in a little olive oil, add uh, kosher salt and fresh ground black pepper, and um, we roast it in a high temperature, like 400 degrees in our convection oven. Uh, when it, it's out of the oven, you can serve it just like that, or you can add some other items to it. So one another popular item at Blue Cross and Blue Shield, we refer to it as bang-bang broccoli. So we'll take a um, um, Thai chili sauce. Are you familiar with that product? Yeah. Uh-huh. We take Thai chili sauce and we toss the broccoli in it, just like it's like hot wings or like you would do uh, the bang bang shrimp that you would get at um what's the restaurant bang bang shrimp? In, uh, I can't remember. Uh, somebody talked about that. Once. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody so, will so call like in. Bang, bang yeah. Tell and, us uh, about bang bang shrimp. Well, well there are a lot of places. oh bonefish probably yeah oh, bonefish bonefish, yeah, oh. bonefish. Oh. Okay. so like they do at bonefish and we, we'll toss the broccoli in it and uh, man we can't produce it fast enough. Yeah, wow. it's do a good you, one. Do you bang bang any other vegetables? We'll, we'll do bang bang Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. uh, but everything else we just pretty much if we're gonna do anything to the flavor profile. We would add a fresh herb to it, whether it be cilantro, if we're going to some type of um, 
uh, Hispanic type of flavor profile. We'll add rosemary for a more rustic uh, flavor profile, and that's just kind of how we do it. All right, it's time for a break. We will continue our conversation with Chef LeBron from Blue Cross Blue Shield as well as dietitian Virginia Bowles. They're both here in the studio with Carol and I. We will gladly entertain your questions or comments if you want to join the conversation. Otherwise, we will continue to talk about healthy choices and what your new year looks like. And we'll also talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. If you want to talk about Super Bowl food, Super Bowl teams, the history of the Super Bowl, Carol and I will be happy to weave it in any way you want us to. So we'll be right back after this. If you want to join us, one 877 mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or shoot us an email at food at mpbonline.org. Deep South Dining. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart devices podcasting platform. Welcome back to Deep South Dining. Malcolm White with Carol Puckett. And Carol's slurping away over here on this green smoothie. How is it? It is absolutely delicious. Thank you, Carol. Smoothie in a bag. Yeah. Kind of like a Capri Sun. Healthy Capri Sun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So our guests today, beyond Carol and myself, of course, are Chef LeBron Alexander and dietitian Virginia Bowles from Blue Cross Blue Shield, talking about healthy choices. And we're not just talking about exercising or dieting or any of that. We're just talking about how to jazz up your menu and jazz up your eating. And one of the things we wanted to talk about was swaps, these food swaps. For example, instead of beef, maybe use turkey or chicken. Mm -hmm. And Chef LeBron, what are some other swaps that uh, our listeners might take advantage of? I'll tell you how we really got started at Blue Cross. So our initial swap was the replacing... Uh, process foods like white rice, um, your white pastas, and your bread with more whole grain products. I'm sure Virginia can yeah. speak to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, just kind of stepping away from the more processed, refined grains because they're more processed, less nutrients, less fiber. When you step in and start using the whole grains, you're getting more fiber, which helps um, a lot of things. I don't have to go into all the details, but um, just very healthy for us as well as all the nutrients um, it keeps once it when it is all more whole grain. So yeah, we like to make those swaps mm-hmm. in our cafe where we can. Uh, other swaps that we've done is the removal of uh, you know fat filled mayonnaise and things of that mm-hmm. nature. We will replace those with uh, sour. I mean, that's sour cream with, with Greek, Greek yogurt. yogurt. Is probably mm-hmm. our more mm-hmm. prevalent swap when we're trying to substitute uh, mayo. Yeah. And some people are experimenting with substituting any kind of meat products with tofu, lentils, <coughs> mushrooms, uh, items like that. Yep. The, the meatless Monday movement mm-hmm. and some other things. Not that we're promoting not eating meat, right. but uh, those are some options in the food swap arena. 
So, uh, again, let's talk more generally about this is not really about exercise or dieting or trying to lose weight. This is about healthy choices and about how to start to think about new cooking habits, new routines, uh, new recipes. And this is something you guys have been promoting for some time at Blue Cross Blue Shield. Well, yeah, I think it, we've gotten to the point where we view it as a lifestyle right? versus um, a, a temporary diet. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, to achieve that, I mean, they're just things that you have to be mentally prepared to, to execute. I mean, I think that helps with your journey. Uh, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, obviously, you know, there are all types of generational differences as far as your approach to eating millennials, which is our primary um, customer, yeah. customer base at Blue Cross. They're more geared towards eating you know, regular food, but maybe a very small portion of it. You uh-huh. know? So they, they'd rather have, you know, versus, you know, you may see a person get six chicken tenders or a dozen hot wings. They'd rather have three hot wings and something just much smaller portions of food. But a bigger variety. Exactly. Right. And probably increasing a little bit of fruit and vegetable on the side so that you're still getting... A plate full of nutrients. Right. Well, speaking of the plate, I know that uh, the USDA has changed from the pyramid Mm -hmm. to the plate because it's a simpler and easy to visualize. So describe the plate to us, what what our goal is. Yeah. So I really like the plate method, um, healthy plate method. And when you look at the visual that the USDA gives you, um, a quarter of your plate is your meat or protein, whether that is a plant-based vegetarian protein or um, meat-based, animal-based. So you have a quarter of that, a quarter of your plate um, to be most of the time whole grains, but it's, you know, it's definitely within a healthy balance to have a refined grain. So a quarter of your plate um, being your your grains, and then half of your plate being fruits and vegetables. Um, and then also on the outside of the plate, there is the um, the recommendation to get your dairy in. And of course, if you're lactose intolerant, you get those nutrients elsewhere. But half your plate, fruits and vegetables, a quarter of your grains, quarter protein, and your three servings a day of dairy. Hmm. And that's been a big shift over, over the years for the American diet, because I think we used to look at the protein as the star of the plate, the, the, yes. you know, the star of the plate, right. and yeah. little you know, dollops of things yeah. to, you know, to add color. So that's a that's a different concept. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we try to keep that protein the size of a deck of cards. Right? Yeah. Three to four ounces is mm-hmm. kind of the recommended serving. And um, I think what we have to remember is more bang for your buck. You know, when when it comes to fruits and vegetables, I mean, whole grains, you're getting all these various sorts of nutrients from all the different types of vitamins and minerals, but you need a variety to get all that you need. So you get a lot in your fruits and vegetables, and then your whole grains and your protein also offer vitamins and minerals different than what your fruits and vegetables offer. So it's just kind of like you want to get you want to get as many nutrients as you can because that's what helps your body function the way it's supposed to. And now as Americans, one of our biggest problems is sugar, and it is. They sneak sugar into mm. everything from, you know, breakfast cereals to, you know, to juices. Sometimes you think you're getting a, a healthy mm-hmm. nutrition bar or, you know, granola bar, and it, it is just loaded, loaded with sugar. Yes. And, you know, we are the unhealthiest people in the world when it, mm. you know, when it comes to sugar. Mm-hmm. I read that the average American consumes 20 teaspoons of sugar a day. Wow. That, that's... That's, that's a really, lot of sugar. That's, yeah. that's sugar. really shocking. And just a Coke can, or a soft drink can have 
as much as eight eight teaspoons. Yeah. Well over well over what they recommend so, for sugar. Yeah. So talk talk to us about healthy beverages. Yeah. So I mean, we have some healthy beverages here today. The um, no sugar added. The healthy mm-hmm. Capri Suns, no sugar added, but. Uh, of course, we always recommend water as your main source of hydration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, we want flavor. So just finding different ways to to enjoy your beverage without all the added sugar. And, um, you know, sparkling water has become a lot more popular these days. Um, and, and it's not some of them are sweetened with sugar. So you got to watch out for that. But a lot of them are flavored with fruit juices. Mm-hmm. So you might find a lime or a lemon sparkling water. You might find one. um uh flavored with grapefruit. So then you still get a little bit of a sweetness, but it's not added sugar. So that's the same thing when it comes to like fruit juice, a hundred percent fruit juice is no added sugar um, versus maybe some t- sort of fruit drink or fruit flavored drink that is probably chock full of sugar. So different ways you can kind of do that. And of course, a smoothie is one way to get in your fruits and vegetables without added sugar. Well, I love the 80, 20 concept that yeah. you're talking about that, you know, you, you're not making just all or nothing choices, yes. but just cutting out soft drinks or processed foods. Yeah, yeah. or fast foods. you know, mm-hmm. making making small changes where you can. I mean, mm-hmm. just like we did in our Blues Cafe, we didn't just turn it over in one night. Look right. that would have been crazy, right? Um, but just this is the same concept you can use in your daily life. It, instead of an all-or-nothing approach, let's just focus on small changes that you can make throughout your your day where you can incorporate more healthy foods and maybe make some swaptions. Yes, for, and like, um, and even, uh, another swaption that comes to mind was um, when we had our annual field day this year. So yeah. the dietitian team normally assists with the preparation, and we had a lot of requests for uh, vegan a vegan option for their lunch. So this yeah. time the expectation was you are going to get what? For for lunch that that day, oh, more vegetables. No, or, or what the what do you think was going to be in the box? Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. So when we were at when we had um, checked off, I wanted I want the vegetarian option. I thought I was just going to get a wrap with vegetables in it, but we got a really good chickpea salad, similar mm-hmm. to like a chicken or tuna salad, but made with chickpeas, chickpeas. Huh. and it was delicious. It was so good, and I was I was surprised with um, my vegetarian option I got yeah. that day. Well. You know, getting back to the eighty twenty rule or just making small changes, you know, so many people are going to more plant-based diets, yeah. and it doesn't mean, again, all or nothing. Exactly, that, yeah. Yeah, during the week, if you eat more plant-based options, or like Malcolm was talking about, meatless Mondays, they're just, you know, incremental changes. So mm-hmm. do you have a, a lot of Blue Cross employees who are vegetarian or yeah. who... who who prefer plant-based. Mm-hmm. I think that's been a movement been going on here for almost a year now, just in our, our realm, um, just trying to incorporate more plant-based foods, recipes. And again, it's not 100% vegetarian. There's plenty of people that eat meat mm-hmm. and vegetarian meals, myself included. That's um, something I've been doing in my own family, just trying to find more plant-based with the, the mindset of more fruits and vegetables, healthier recipes, healthier ingredients, and I'm still getting my protein from meat as well. Virginia, go ahead. I was just saying, even though that population at Blue Cross is small, I mean, we hear them. And so yeah. we, we talk to them daily, and they share their recipes of how they eat at home. I remember one of a few of your recipes that you shared with yeah. me. And uh, because of the culture that's already in place, we get the opportunity to try a lot of these things and to present them to the rest of the population. Mm-hmm. If we get five, six people to try, we're not discouraged by the low 
uh, participation in eating it. We, we probably encourage more by it going from one person to, to five. Uh, it yeah. makes us know that there is a market for more vegan than, food. Yeah. I wonder if this time of year you're doing uh, any bean soups or lentil soups or yes, uh, that. Definitely. I've been uh, craving the squash uh, soup. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I have been craving those types. We've of had soups. some good soups. Mm-hmm. You can probably name them off better than oh, yeah. I can. We, but I so mean, good. We, we're we're swapping the soups up daily, and we were talking earlier about January oh, yeah. is now referred to as Veganuary. Yeah, Veganuary. Yeah, <laughs> Just more plant based. Uh, you know, kind of getting the year started off. So Virginia, you spoke about water a few minutes ago. Yeah. What is talk about this new fascination with hydration and your generation walking around mm. with these <laughs> these water containers everywhere they go. Where yes. did that start? And and, and is that a, a healthy choice to yeah. always have water at your side? Oh, I, I love this because I had a professor back in college that said, "You guys are crazy. You're always walking around with your water bottle." And um, I mean, and that was you know eight years ago, but. We, uh, I think this generation is a just seeing, um, you know, having a water bottle is a little bit more environmentally friendly. You're not constantly using plastic bottle. Um, but as far as hydration goes, we have learned that um, water is one of the best things for us because our bodies are made up of seventy percent water. So it can, you know, be anything from just helping out maybe a little headache or some, you know, you in the three that three o'clock slump in the afternoon when you're feeling sleepy. It might be water that you need and not caffeination hmm. um, from your joints because you need that water, you know, going through your body to lubricate your joints to get them moving and feeling good. So I think we're just finding out more that we need to stay hydrated and that might fix a lot of our, um, you know, just ailments throughout the day. What age did you start carrying your bottle with you everywhere you went? Uh, I think... I would have to say I was probably a senior in high school, um, mm-hmm. but at that time I was using a plastic one. I just kept using plastic. So when I got to college, uh, it was it was real cute to have your Camelback water bottle with the logo of your college on there. Exactly. And uh, I had it with me, and I, I almost... I almost get real nervous when I go somewhere without my water. So. Like, where's my phone? Where's my exactly. water? Exactly. <laughs> it's almost it's that important. And I, I see a lot of other people that doing that as well. We got a caller on the line. Uh, Chico is calling in from somewhere up in North Mississippi. He's got a fun fact about Kansas City. This is hearkening back to our conversation about the Super Bowl, I assume. Hello, Chico. Good morning. This may not be a fun fact for people in Kansas City, but, but the truth is, uh, you know how they've got that, that uh, competition or rivalry between Kansas City barbecue and Memphis barbecue. Yes. And there is a Mississippi connection here because Memphis being the capital of North Mississippi. Indeed. At around the turn of the 20th century, a man named Henry Perry, who had been cooking barbecue in Memphis for a long time and had a good business going, he up and decided to move to Kansas City and started selling barbecue there. He is he is credited with being the first person in the history of Kansas City to sell barbecue there. So, all Kansas City barbecue emanated from Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank you, Chico. <laughs> Thank you, and, and you heard and it first. <laughs> okay. Go Niners, he says. Yeah. You heard it first on Deep South Dining yeah. that all Kansas City barbecue is actually Memphis barbecue. <laughs> so barbecue is a fun thing to eat uh, around the uh, Super Bowl. Um, whether it's done through the barbecue Sunday mm-hmm. or, I, or dare brisket. I dare I mention ribs or brisket? <laughs> brisket, yeah. Uh, burn, yeah. Burning ends, yeah. What mm-hmm. about burning ends? Tell well, us about. I know. Uh, well, burning ends is that's that's of um, that's a pretty high commodity in Kansas City. I mean, that's one of the more desired pieces of pork 
that you get when you go to like a Gates barbecue or those 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 prominent um, restaurants in Kansas. And that's the exterior pieces that have uh, got, received the most heat. Yes, and they're the crunchy exterior mm-hmm. pieces of the meat, right? And you can order them on the menu. Bernie, you heard yeah. it here on no, Deep South Dining. That's right. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that. All right, we're going to take a break, uh, and when, then we'll come back. We'll continue to talk about Super Bowl or burnt ends or healthy choices or San Francisco versus Kansas City. You decide. We'll be back with our guest from Blue Cross Blue Shield and we'll talk more about healthy choices with Virginia and with um, Chef LeBron from Blue Cross Blue Shield. Of course, Carol's here. This is our last break before we wrap up the show. If you want to talk to us, one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We'll be right back after we go up to Kansas City for a minute. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit and Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Joining me on the show each week are healthcare professionals who add their expertise to the discussion. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. Welcome back to Deep South Dining. Malcolm White here with Carol Puckett, with Chef LeBron Alexander and Virginia Bowles from Blue Cross Blue Shield. We were talking over the break about making smoothies and also just uh, the general grinding up of fresh ingredients. And we were talking about ginger and cucumbers, uh, Chef LeBron, and you were saying you just grind up the skins and and the seeds and everything, right? That's where the nutrients are. Tell us about the skins. Now, you would think I've never thought about eating ginger skins they always seem too tough i always peel them but uh, i mean it's pretty i mean i mean again that's that's kind of the education i've learned about it that that's where the it's where a lot of the are. nutrients are especially the fiber right but it's you know like in a smoothie when you blend it up in a blender you yeah know, i don't think you, i don't think you can tell right this is one of the best smoothies i have ever had there's no skin aftertaste yeah. no i mean know. you said it has cucumber uh, seeds are in there. kale ginger cucumber banana apple juice lemon juice and ca- oh kale i said mm, yeah, it. Mm. yeah so I you know i've always out and getting the proportions yeah <laughs> i've always heard about the ben- eating the the skin of the apple you know you're told oh, yeah. you we know we eat the skins apple. on our sweet potatoes mm-hmm. so we're pretty Prompted to to leave the skins on whatever item we can. Yeah. We, Maybe not your banana. I was going to say now, <laughs> not about the banana. Not right. your banana, not your orange, but uh, you can leave a little uh-huh. bit more of the pulp on there when you mm-hmm. peel your orange, get some more fiber. All right, let's uh, go to the phones here. We got Joe calling from Oxford, and Joe's got more to say about burnt ends. Hey, Joe. How are you, sir? What's happening? Not much. Heading to work. Love the show. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks for calling in. Where are you headed to work? Uh, I'm the sous chef at a detox alcohol rehab, uh, an alcohol rehab. Well, great. This this should, this show should be right up your alley then. It sure is. Uh, I was calling to say that burnt ends can be made from pork, but traditionally they're made by separating the point from the flat of a full pack of brisket. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
That's the, the original yeah. burnt ends, is what you're saying. Yes, sir. Well, yes, tell, sir. tell us a little bit about your work and, and the foods that you prepare for folks that are going through detox and who are preparing to go into a treatment situation. Well, we try to have a very balanced meal. So. Hello? I think we lost Joe there. All right, we've got another caller here from I'm sorry? All right, we're going to Owen. Owen's calling from Brandon. And, uh, Owen, you're on the line. What's up? Oh, not much. How y'all doing today? We're I'm great. So every every Monday. I, I love it. It's great. Thank you, Owen. You're welcome. I just had a comment about plant-based foods. I think a lot of people dissociate plant-based foods with comfort foods. However... I've been eating plant-based foods for you know, several months now, and my numbers have been good as far as my lab work goes. <laughs> it's, it's improved there. But as far as comfort food goes, I actually made a uh, vegetarian chili cheese dog. Mm. So, you know. What did you use for the dog? <laughs> a chihuahua. Oh. <laughs> I doubt that. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Man. I know you no, are. They're, 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 they're plant-based hot dogs, and I they're you. actually very tasty. Mm, okay. <clears throat> but, you know, I just used a, a beef crumble, put some chipotle peppers in there with some tomato sauce, and made a, a chili and put it on a bun with a plant-based hot dog, and it was really good. Cool. I mean, I, I couldn't really... Difference, to be honest with you. I see I Virginia nodding her head over here. Yeah, she eats yeah. this stuff. The, I well, know she the, does. Yeah, well, she's, you're saying that's Yeah, no, that's, that's a, I, well, what you said about your numbers and your health being a little bit better, um, that's what we're seeing with more vegetarian and plant based foods. And uh, you can enjoy it as a comfort food. You can enjoy it um, on a regular basis. And it's just finding those alternatives. You said you found a, a vegetarian crumble, so it's kind of similar to a ground beef mm-hmm. to make your chili with. You could add beans and um, the vegetarian hot dog. Uh, we've we've actually done that before in our cafe. But yeah, that's one way to get in those healthy nutrients that will improve your health. Yeah, we kind of took it to the next level and yeah. made our hot dog out of a carrot. carrot. Oh boy. Ooh. All right, we're going back to the lines. Miss Alice is calling from Macomb, Mississippi, the home of Bo Diddley. She wants to talk about the peels on vegetables and such. Hello there, Miss Alice. Oh, hi, Macomb, Mississippi. Yeah, Macomb, home of Bo Diddley. Oh, 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 thank you so much. I got my mind all messed up. <laughs> I'm, think- <laughs> I'm thinking about some people can't eat everything. I have something I can't pronounce too good. I say I got pockets in my gut. <laughs> diverticulitis. Mm-hmm. That old yeah. diverticulitis. Yes, ma'am. So I was wondering if I blend up the CIBT uh, fruits and stuff. I was wondering if I gone blend them up. Would they blend smooth enough not to get in those pockets? Yes, ma'am. That should help with that issue. Um, you don't want to have you don't want to inflame that area in your intestinal tract. So, if if it's tolerable for you to blend it up, that might actually work to get more fiber in. Um, because when it's oh, more- that's what I do with my fruits, but I peel them. And I was wondering if uh-huh. I uh, my, my arm getting tired, but I, <laughs> I getting tired of peeling that stuff. So I was wondering. 
could I blend it up with the peeling on and it'll blend up enough and not get in those pockets? It should. That should work out for you. Um, of course, I, I'm giving you information. Always talk with your doctor if you think something might be up but, or before you want to try something. But definitely that should help keep that from getting caught in those pockets down there. And um, that should be a little bit more healthy for you. So she's saying give it a try, and if it uh, it's, it doesn't work adversely, uh, you know, or check with your doctor and see if they're okay with grinding up the peels, because that's where a lot of the good stuff is, right? right? Mm-hmm. So we appreciate you calling, Miss Alice, from Macomb, Mississippi. And uh, to all our listeners, I think we lost Joe there for a minute, but uh, we appreciate everybody listening to our show and calling when you feel led to do so. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your demonstrations, uh, Chef LeBron. I know y'all do not only do you prepare food uh, there for the Blue Cross Blue Shield folks. And, oh, by the way, how many folks do y'all feed out there? Well, we're probably feeding our population probably runs about right about 40, 46%, maybe about 175, 200 people a day. Oh, okay. Uh, the rest of the population is either brown bagging it or just, you know, just taking a break to go mm-hmm. off campus and get something to eat. Uh, our demonstrations can range from anything. You know, we, we could, like Virginia said, we can be featuring something that's new just to give everybody a, a, a small taste of what it could be like if they wanted to te- do a recipe at home similar to the smoothie. Uh, and then we'll go out in the community and do different things. We were very prominent with our demonstrations at the Livingston Market uh, a couple of seasons ago, and uh, I've done a few things with a few of the different colleges. Uh, but I, I guess it, it, it kind of just depends on what's going on in the community. So, are they you know, always cooking demos, or sometimes they are uh, demos about your di- dietetic both. Uh, yeah, both. We uh-huh. always incorporate. Work together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we've done stuff together, and um, he definitely uh, helps me get my demos together if he's not with me. Um, so we uh, we do both. We, we try to get that healthy component in there. And you want to share your uh, website where people can go and see your recipes and healthy eating tips? Yeah, uh, bcbsms.com. Click on the tab Be Healthy, and there is an array of articles, health and wellness articles, as well as some recipes you can find there. Okay, well, we certainly appreciate y'all coming in and sharing your expertise and your advice with us and some good recipes. And and I have a question for Virginia. I've been thinking about this the whole show. There's so many food deserts in Mississippi where Mm -hmm. people don't have access to fresh fruits and vegetables. What would you say to that? Well, that's a little difficult for them to find um, where they can get those fresh fruits and vegetables. But um, if they can find a local farmer's market or um, maybe buy a little bit in bulk and try to use those foods throughout the week as much as possible, they can get as many as they can. As well as our our government benefits, they can get fresh fruits and vegetables. And we always want to promote our farmer markets and, and local vendors. Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting's Think Radio. We are funded by generous contributors like your and we appreciate our listeners. Our show is produced by the one and only Java Chapman. And we appreciate Carol Puckett being here with us every Monday. And our guest today, Chef LeBron Alexander and Virginia Bowles of Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm Malcolm White. Stay tuned for Now You're Talking with the one and only Marshall Ramsey, followed by Southern Remedy, Healthy and Fit.